0: Happy Easter from Calvary Baptist Church of Burbank Um, We're sorry that you can't be with us this morning Um, We would love to have church um, And we're hoping and praying that the time that we can be reunited In the the church building would be uh, very soon But for this Easter Sunday, I want us to go to what I hope is a pretty familiar passage for many of us, uh, which is in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Let me read to you some verses. Uh, It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And all this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. It says that if we're in Christ, we're a new creation, that the old has passed away and and that the new has come, that God has essentially done away with what we were, And made us something new. And this is described here in this text as a gift from God, all this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself. It's a ministry of reconciliation. See, in our old state, we were separate from God. We were enemies of God. We were dead in our sins. We were without him. And in the new life, because we have been reconciled, because the distance between us and God has been removed. And that that, that barrier between us and God was sin. And that's why in this text it speaks of the removing of trespasses. Because our sin is what separates us from a holy and perfect God. And that separation meant that we were apart from him. Now that we're a new creation, we've been reconciled because our sin has been dealt with. And in that reconciliation, we are considered to be an entirely new creation. The text tells us a little bit more. It says to us that this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself, but also that he gave us the ministry of reconciliation. You see, if we're Christians, then we have a responsibility. We have a responsibility because just as we used to be something old, And we used to be something that was dead. And we used to be something that was separate from God. So are most of the people around us. They may be happier than us in some regards. They may be more successful. They may be very happy with their lives in oh so many ways. But the reality is, is if they're not reconciled with God, then they remain under his wrath and they remain just a breath away at any given point. From judgment, we have a ministry of reconciliation where we can enable people to be reconciled with God by sharing the same message that we heard that reconciled us to God. And that message is what the text then goes on to say. It says, As I read already, that Christ um, in Christ God was reconciling the world Himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ; God making His appeal through us, and we implore you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. So we're ambassadors. We're ambassadors for the sake of Christ and God, through us, is appealing to people to be reconciled. And this is the message. For our sake, he made him to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That's the old to new. That is us who had our trespasses, our sins, our failings, all piled up in judgment against us. And that God, as it says here in the text, does not count them against us. Because for our sake, he made him Christ who knew no sin. The sinless sacrifice, the one perfect man, God himself becoming a man so that he could be the sinless sacrifice for our sins. And he who knew no sin was made to be sin. So that, and here's the result, that the one who had no sin was made to be sin. The the, the punishment for sin was put upon him as if he were a sinner. And the result of this is this that we might become the righteousness of God. You see, Christ has still not sinned, but he's considered to be sin. And I'm still a stinking mess, but I'm considered to be the righteousness of God. There is an exchange. There is a swap where God takes my sin upon himself and he gives to me his righteousness it is the least fair exchange that has ever happened or will ever happen in human history i deserve nothing and you deserve nothing nothing other than the rightful wrath of a holy god against whom we have rebelled who we have ignored who we've walked away from countless times. And yet that same God, through sending his son, has reconciled us to him and dealt with our sins, declared us to be righteous, and by giving us his spirit has empowered us to live lives different from the lives we lived before. Lives for his glory. This Easter is my prayer that we would take this Ministry of Reconciliation, take our role as ambassadors seriously. As we go out to stores filled with shoppers queuing up in six-foot gaps, staff working there, fearful that the next person that they serve might cough upon them a death sentence. Let us take time to pray for opportunities to be ambassadors, to bring a message of reconciliation to a community that is fearful and scared. And if you're listening to this and you're not sure that you have been reconciled to God, I beg you to do it now. No amount of Christian upbringing or religious services attended makes the slightest bit of difference. Our sins remain the same no matter what works we do. If we give our entire life in service, our pile of works doesn't remove a single one of our sins. The only thing that can make us right before God is the gift of righteousness, the gift of salvation on the basis of Christ being punished in our place for our sins. It is our job to turn from our old life, to repent of the life that we've lived that would lead us to be in this situation and to cry out to a holy God and to beg him for salvation to beg him for reconciliation, that he might empower us to live a new life, to be a new creation, not on the basis of anything that we've done, but on the basis of his love and the blood, the death, the sacrifice of his son. Is this some meaningless, religious, futile belief? I think not. If Jesus had died and we were to say, well, because of his death, we have life. What basis would we have if his body had stayed in the tomb? But on the third day, he rose again. He came back to life to show that he had power over death. God the Father gives a hearty amen To Jesus' it is finished as he died on the cross. The resurrection is the proof of new life. The resurrection is the basis of our hope. The resurrection is our assurance that this ministry of reconciliation is genuine and valuable and essential. So Easter is a sober time. It's a time to consider whether we are going to deny ourselves, take up our cross and follow him. It's a time when we think of his death and his suffering, and to consider whether we do want to follow one such as that, that we do want to leave our sins behind and walk to him, no matter where that might take us, no matter how much we may have to suffer as a result. But it's also a time of rejoicing, Because though we may have to walk in his footsteps to the cross, we also have the assurance to follow in his footsteps to resurrection and to new life. May the message of the cross and the hope of the resurrection never be far from our minds. Not just this Easter, but always. God bless you all.